Welcome to St. George Orthodox Church Homilies and Reflections. Today's homily is from the Sunday of Orthodoxy, on which we commemorate the restoration of the holy icons to the churches. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Joyous feast. Today we commemorate the restoration of the holy icons to the churches. So we can talk a little bit about what the icons communicate to us and what they speak so profoundly but by being completely silent. You notice all of the saints and the icons, they never have their mouths open. <laughs> so they're not stuffing their faces with food and they're also not talking. <laughs> their mouths are closed, they're quiet, they're silent. Some of you will remember well, first you could think of the passage this morning from the Gospel of John. I'll wait for this race car to drive by. <laughs> I think that guy lives in the neighborhood because he drives by a lot. <laughs> um, in the Gospel of John, the Lord says to Philip, or to Nathaniel, he says, I saw you. You know, before you even came here, I saw you. This is something that the icons communicate to us, that the Lord sees us. When we go into our homes, we sit down on the couch, and maybe we even do profane things while we're sitting there. The Lord is there, in the room. This is what the icons communicate to us, and we have them in our homes, right? We have icons in our homes, in all of these places demonstrating, signifying the reality of the Lord's silent presence who waits for us to enter into dialogue and communion with Him. And it always raises a question. There's a contemporary iconographer, Father Stamati Squiris. A lot of people, when they, see, when they see his work, they're kind of shocked by it because it's really... The colors are extremely bright and it's, it's very um, almost off-putting compared to what we typically see or expecting when we expect to see an icon. It was a bishop, Maxime, that wrote an article about Father Stamati's work. And he said, all of the icons have this questioning gaze. They're asking you a question. Will you enter into the kingdom of God? Will you enter into dialogue with the living God? Will you enter into communion with the saints? So there's this, this question. And in Father Stamati's icons, a lot of the, the saints, they pose that question, and they pose it with a very subtle smile. I would almost say, You know, there was a recent thing that I read about how we have, like, martyrs, right, in the church, and we have new martyrs. And so, what, what's after that? The new, new martyrs? 
You know, and so they said, the fact that we call them new martyrs, or St. Simeon, the new theologian, means that time is running out, and there may not be any new, new martyrs. That this is the age of sort of the, this approach to the close of the age. And so there's this, the figures in Father Stamati's icons like I said, they have this very, often this very subtle smile. And I think, in a way, it's almost a smile of the eschaton, of the end of all things, of the close of the age. We're not to be people like people within the world. And in the prophecy of Isaiah, it speaks about the, the coming of the Lord, and it says that the people will hide in the crevices of the rocks and say, like, hide us from the face of God. But in the Gospels, the Lord speaks about how all of these things will happen, but what he says to the faithful, what he says to his disciples, is he says, when you see all of these things happening, lift up your heads, look up. In other words, be joyful. So I think in Father Stamati's icons, there's this kind of eschatological smile. That word eschatological, it means having to do with the end of all things. Which, of course, according to the gospel, is not so much an end as their complete renewal and new beginning. But so the icons communicate to us that God is with us in every circumstance, in every place. And many of you will remember from the life of St. Mary of Egypt when she had been living this, this horrible, profligate, sinless, heedless, wasteful life. And it should be remembered as well, when she was, she was on a boat, she got on a boat to go to the church where people were going to venerate the cross. I think it was either the Sunday of the cross or the Feast of the Exaltation of the Cross. So the cross was going to be brought out for veneration. And so many of the men that she seduced on the boat, on the voyage, were actually making a pilgrimage to go to the church to venerate the cross. So you see how things haven't changed all that much in the life of the church. We think that somehow this age is more immoral than ages in the past. St. Mary of Egypt speaks about how on that boat, she says she was, she's amazed that the sea didn't open and swallow the boat whole and send them all down to Gehenna because of their behavior and what they were doing. And these were Christian young men they were on their way to church to venerate the cross. But so when St. Mary arrives, getting back to icons, she tries to get into the church and she can't get in. She keeps getting pushed out. It's like there's, there's an invisible barrier that won't allow her to get into the church to venerate the cross. And so this is her state. Cast out of the communion of the faithful and unable to get inside. And who is there with her? The Mother of God, signified and present 
through her holy icon. And so Mary sees her icon and immediately starts a dialogue. And so you see how this reality of iconography signifies the reality of God with us. God with us as wondrous in his saints and God with us in his very flesh to be touched, to be known, to be embraced, to draw near to and to enter into dialogue with and to change our life. And so it's a day of great rejoicing. Just like the icons of Father Stamatis have this this eschatological smile, this smile of the coming kingdom that invites us to participate in it, and they rejoice in inviting us. We should rejoice in the invitation. We should rejoice all of our life, in every place, in every circumstance, no matter where we are, to have been brought in, to have that invitation. And even if we have sinned, knowing that the saints, that God himself is present there, waiting, quietly, patiently, right before us, inviting us into communion with him once again. As St. Paul says somewhere in the New Testament, you you like that, right? (laughs) When I was growing up, you always had to have a chapter and verse, but St. Paul writes somewhere in his epistles that in Christ, everything is yes to you. Everything is an invitation. It's yes. Come. Come into communion. Come into relationship. Come into life-giving unity with the living God. Everything is yes. The doors have been broken down. There is nothing to keep you away. So come. And as you adorn your homes and as you go home and you have your icons within your home, remember this. All of the saints abiding in the kingdom of God, the souls of the righteous that are in the hand of God, where no harm ever comes to them. Remember that they are present in your midst and that they see you and call you into a life-giving communion and relationship with one another and with God himself. Amen. Thank you for joining us at St. George Orthodox Church Homilies and Reflections. Please be sure to like and subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Okay, goodbye. God bless you.